Hi, everybody. This is Mark Lewandowski with Mind Your Business. What is Mind Your Business? It is a website full of great content and podcasts that come from real world experience, not a bunch of crap you read in a textbook. Listen, folks, this is 30 years of me running businesses, businesses that I started from scratch or that I was hired to help run. This is real world great nuggets of knowledge. The whole idea of Mind Your Business is for you to build your personal capacity. It's your ability to make an impact in your world, whether it's an organization, whether it's a club, whether it's within your family, or anything you do, can you make an impact? And the answer is yes, but every day you got to get better. You've got to get stronger. It's just like being an athlete. You, you build your muscles, you build your endurance. Well, in business, you build your knowledge, you build your experience, you build your expertise, and then you take that to the marketplace. That is how you build your capacity. Now, who should be listening? There's not a soul out there that can't benefit from this content, but let me tell you, out of 10 people, everybody's going to get a different nugget out of every piece of content. So when you're listening to this, listen for the stuff that really resonates for you. And then send me a message. Connect with us. Be engaged. Let us know what's working for you and what you need more of. This is going to be a great, great adventure for all of us. And I'm very excited that you're a part of what we're doing. You know, I find it a little bit alarming that so many people graduate from college and get into the job market without the proper training to know how to perform and how to succeed in the business world. You know, it really doesn't matter what you studied, whether you studied theology or art, history or education or business. Most of the time, you're going to go out and you're going to try to find a job and your goal is to make a strong impact, to make a difference in the world in which you work. Going from a new hire to a rising star is tough. It's a challenge because you've got to prove yourself and you've got to do it in a way that demonstrates humility. That's our very first item of importance for today. How do you go from a new hire to a rising star? You start with an attitude of humility. You know, when you come into our office, the very first lesson you learn on day one, it's actually memorialized in a framed picture. It says, pride is the enemy of success. Pride is the enemy of success. That's what it says right there in the hallway as you come into our office. Because I know that if you're a brand new person, going from new hire to rising star is all about humility. Humility is the opposite of pride. A person that has pride and they're too cool, too great to keep learning, too mature to do the menial jobs, these are the people that will never succeed in my world. So we're going to start with talking about two things, humility and the desire to win. Now, those two things are not mutually exclusive. Humility is an approach. A desire to win is a deep down passion to be great. And those two things are not exclusive. They can work side by side. Before we begin this session, 
I want to ask you some questions and I want you to pause and really think about your answers. Because without these answers, this training, this jewel of nuggets, this time of of mentoring I'm going to give you is really going to be worthless without you really stopping to consider. So ask yourself this question. Are you ready to humble yourself and listen? Are you ready to humble yourself and listen? When I say listen, what I mean is stop thinking about your response. Stop thinking about how I might be wrong. Just listen. Humble yourself and try to take in someone else's opinion. And just bounce it around in your mind and determine if it has merit to you. If you've already decided that you know everything and that you're the smartest damn person in the room, then you and I are never going to get along because I'm just trying to share with you elements of success that I've learned. And it's your job to bounce them around in your mind and determine how or if you can use them. But if you've thought about it in advance and you've already decided that your way is the best, then you are wasting your time with this podcast. Question number two, do you really want to have a career or do you just want a paycheck? If you really want a career, if you really want to grow something special, then we're going to do beautifully together. But if you just want a paycheck and you want to cut out of the office and get out of there as soon as possible and just get paid, you and I are not going to work well together. Question number three. Are you willing to do what other people will not in order to pass them in career success? Are you willing to do what other people won't so you can jump over them? You can leapfrog them in your career, pass them and grow faster, attain more, be promoted more quickly. If you're willing to do what other people are not, we're going to do great. And finally, Are you smart enough to sacrifice short-term to kick-ass long-term? Are you smart enough to give up little things that really don't matter much right now in order to succeed down the road? I remember way back in my first year of graduate school, my best friend, he decided instead of going to graduate school, he would jump right out in the job market and he took kind of a crappy job. The job he took was a property accountant at a big oil company. In other words, every month he just documented the value of the property and paid taxes on all the property. Then next month he valued the property and paid taxes. Then the next month he valued the property and paid taxes. Well, he hated the job. And one of the reasons he hated the job is because every day precisely at 429, he'd get up, grab his jacket, shut off his computer, and at 4.30, he was out the door. Man, he was out of there. It was a paycheck to him. And therefore, he kept getting passed for promotion and for raises and for status improvements or new and cool things to do within his job by other people that had started after him. And it frustrated him like crazy. I didn't know enough then to just stop and say, you have not been smart enough to sacrifice short term to kick ass later. You know, I think he learned later on down the road about sacrifice, 
but he didn't learn it those early years. So let's talk. If you're really going to go from new hire to rising star in any organization, if you're really going to make an impact in any organization, what do you need to do? I'm going to talk to you about five things that I want you to consider in order for you to kick some serious butt in your job. And they're they're not going to be that easy. So you're going to want to stop and think about it. Maybe put this on pause and write some things down and then move on. You'll probably want to listen to this podcast two or three times, but let's begin. In order to go from new hire to rising star, you must set your goals and write them down. Not your global life goals, but your goals for this job. An example, an example of that kind of goal is you might say, I want to be trusted and promoted. Now, when you write that down, you're looking at those words, trusted and promoted. Now, the next question is, how can I achieve those? How can I become trusted? Well, in order to become trusted, you're going to have to speak frankly, tell the truth, keep your mouth shut, not engage in gossip. You've got to say to yourself, when the situation happens in the office, is this going to help me be trusted or keep me from being trusted? If there's within your department, if there's a group that loves to gossip, are you engaged in the gossip or are you not engaged? If you're engaged in the gossip, your manager, your director, your supervisor is going to know right then and there, you cannot be trusted. Now let's talk about promoted. How are you going to be promoted? What can you do to demonstrate to other people that you're worthy of more pay and a promotion? And, and ask this question to yourself. What am I willing to sacrifice? I'm really excited about my children. My children learned very early how negative a cell phone was out in meetings. So you'll never see my kids who have had to grow up with this kind of mentoring ever get their cell phone out in a meeting and put it on the table. You know, but when I'm in a meeting with young people, millennials, 30s, 40-somethings, they've got their phones out all the time and anything happens, boy, they go right to that phone. As if the meeting that we're in now doesn't count anywhere near as much as their after-work bar plans, their lunch plans, or their softball team in the spring after work. All of that shit gets in the way of the important meeting that I'm holding right now. I guarantee the person that's on their cell phone all the time in a meeting is not going to get promoted. So what should, what am I telling you to do? When you go into work, take your cell phone, put it on do not disturb and put it in your drawer. Every two or three hours, if you're going to go and get up and get a break, open your drawer, put your phone in your pocket, walk outside the office, check your voicemails, check your phone, then go back, put your phone back in the drawer. Remember, you're listening to me like I'm crazy. I, I simply asked you, are you willing to do what other people are not in order to jump over them and be promoted? I guarantee you, eliminating your cell phone from meetings makes you look like the person most intently focused on the content, most ready to take leadership, and most apt to be trusted. All right. Item number two, some of you are still with me. Some also have turned off this podcast saying, oh, shit, I'm not putting my phone down. My phone's too important to me, but let's move on. All right. 
Number two, if you're going to go from new hire to rising star, get in early and stay late two days a week. Get in early, like seven o'clock on Mondays and Wednesdays and leave late on Tuesdays and Thursdays. I don't care which days you do it, but there are things that go on early in the morning and late in the afternoon that you're missing if you're clocking in at 8.30 and leaving at 4.30. Remember, I asked you, are you willing to do what it takes to to rise up, to go from new hire to rising star? And part of that is to be around when important things happen. A lot of stuff happens at 7.30 in the morning that you don't know about if you're not getting rolling until 9. A lot of important things go on late in the afternoon where somebody might need help and if you're the last one there, they're the you're the one someone's going to call on and say, can you help me? All right. Number three, if you're going to go from new hire to rising star, you've got to exceed expectations, not meet them. What does it mean to exceed expectations and not meet them? This is critical. I love this piece of advice. If you get nothing else from this podcast, get this. People can't accurately communicate exactly what they want. Most of the time when we communicate to another person what we want, we fall short of exactly communicating what we want and hope for. Next, the recipient of the communication, the hearer, the listener, doesn't really understand all the components. So if you try to give somebody exactly what they told you they wanted, you're always going to fall short in their expectations because they didn't, that person that gave you instruction probably wasn't able to tell you all the things they'd really love to have because they didn't know how to communicate it. So what I'm saying to you is every time someone gives you a job, try to give 10, 15, 20% more. Try to give them a little bit more than they asked for. Always do more than you are asked. If you exceed expectations instead of meeting expectations, you're going to kick butt. You're going to be a rising star instead of just a new hire. People don't know how to communicate. Therefore, you fill in the gaps. Give them more. All right, let's go to number four. If you're going to go from New hire to rising star. It doesn't matter what your degree is. It doesn't matter what school you went to. It doesn't matter how tall you are or how beautiful you are. It's all about humility and your desire to be great. In that pursuit, you've got to, number four, get noticed doing the right things. You know, I often say, it's not what you do that counts. It's what you do and report that counts. When I'm asking somebody to give me a report on something, I don't want them just to pop in and go, everything went great. I want a report. Don't just do great things, report them. But in, in your career development, you want to get caught, observed, seen, doing all the right things. Number one on those, you need to get caught dressing like the boss, making sure that you are exceeding the requirements of your dress code and giving them more. Let people see you going the extra mile to iron, to prepare, to clean, to polish, to be ready to look good. 
You don't have to have a suit and tie on every day, but if that's the world you live in, by golly, invest in a good one. You don't have to have your hair done perfectly, but if that's the world you live in, make sure you've got a comb or a brush and a mirror close by. Don't come in from a windy day looking like crap. Comb your hair, go into the restroom, make yourself look good. Next, number two, keep a clean workspace. In your workspace, if you've just got shit everywhere, somebody's going to wonder if you're losing things, if they can be trusted to give you items that are confidential. You've got to keep a clean workspace, make things orderly. Spend just a little extra time making sure that your workspace looks like a million bucks. Number three, clean up or make coffee. I'm telling you, God, this makes me so mad. You can you can feel it in my voice. Yesterday, I went into our conference room, and the cabinetry that holds all the cables that you plug your computer in for a PowerPoint presentation, I mean, it had all sorts of crap in there. Old brochures, old magazines, an empty cup from someone's coffee. I was furious. I keep thinking, I own the company. How come I'm the only one that looks at this stuff and cares whether this place looks good or looks like shit. Why am I the only guy that cares? Man. And then you walk in and you say, this is ridiculous. And you clean up, organize. And I sit back and say, wow, that is my kind of person. That's a leader. That's somebody willing to do what others will not in order to leapfrog over other people in their career. Career. Number four, bring donuts. Just every once in a while, stop by and bring donuts. Walk around and hand people donuts. Go around and say hello to them. Give them a donut. Offer a donut. And don't offer your boss the first one. Offer your boss the eighth one. Give to other people first and then walk in and give your boss a donut. Even if the boss says, no, you know I don't eat that stuff. Just laugh. It's an, it's an opportunity to engage. Next, ask somebody if you can get them lunch, if you see that somebody's really busy, your immediate supervisor, one of your coworkers, your boss, two levels above you, pop in and say, I'm going to go, I'm running out to get a sandwich. Can I grab you something? I see that you're busy. What if they were to say, Oh my gosh, I would love that. Thank you. Well, now you've had a great interaction and you're going to go get them lunch and you're going to bring it back. That's two great positive interactions in one day. If you want to go from new hire, to rising star, you've got to be caught doing what other people don't do. You've got to get noticed doing the right things. You know, that, what I just described, it's not kissing butt. It's not brown nosing. It's being part of the team. It's seeing that somebody else had a need and you reached out, not just to satisfy your own selfish needs, but you looked out for other people within your team. Finally, if you're going to go, From new hire to rising star, you've got to learn the language of the business. What does that mean? That's not English or Chinese or Japanese. It's not Korean. What I'm talking about is the language of the business, how people talk. What are the short words and acronyms that they use to describe things? And you're not going to learn that by hiding in a hole. If you're going to get off at 4.30, but you know that there's a meeting going on at 4.30, ask if you can sit quietly and listen in. Ask if you can come in early and get some reading material from your boss. Ask people to give you things so you can learn the language of the business. Ask for articles or look them up on the web. 
Ask for stories. Ask people to tell you stories of how they got started in the industry or what was the hardest thing for them to learn. Because if they learn something tough, they're going to want to share it with you. Ask if you can be involved in meetings in which you may not ever participate in the outcome. No one might ask you to be involved, but what if they do? What if they ask you to be involved? Remember, I asked you at the very beginning of this podcast, are you ready to humble yourself and listen? And I think you have. You've you've already humbled yourself and listened these 19 minutes. Do you really want a career or just a paycheck? If you want a paycheck, you and I are not going to do well together. You'll I'll never want to promote you. Are you willing to do what others will not in order in order to pass them or leapfrog them in your career success? What is it that those people won't do? They won't pick up. They won't dress. They won't clean up. They won't listen and learn. They won't self-study. They won't come in early. They won't stay in late. They won't put other people in front of their own needs. And finally, are you smart enough to sacrifice short-term nothings in order to kick ass long-term? Yeah, I'm 51 years old. I've had a great, great career. I got married really young. My wife and I were very young. And so many times when I would go in early or stay late, there was an impact to my wife and to our children. One thing I never, ever did is I never went after work to the bar ever. Because if I'm going to be at work, I need to be focused on my career. If I'm done with work, I need to come home and help my wife and my children. Now that my kids are out of the house and gone, I can leave work and run and go play an afternoon or evening round of golf without worrying about my wife because she many times she wants to come and play golf with me. But I sacrificed early when I was developing my career so that I could enjoy the fruit of those sacrifices later. Are you smart enough to sacrifice stuff that doesn't matter in order to kick ass down the road. I hope so. I hope you are. And really what I hope is, I hope you will get on, send me a note, tell me a story, give me an example of how you sacrificed and it paid off because I guarantee my life is full of these kinds of stories in which a small sacrifice led to a great opportunity. Thank you so much for taking time to listen. Remember, Like we always say, luck is not a strategy. Being in the right place at the right time is, that's luck. Luck's not a strategy. Preparing to be at the right place at the right time, that's strategy. Getting in early, staying late, doing what other people won't. These are strategies that will help you succeed. And I look forward to seeing you right up there at the top of these organizations. Hey guys, this is Mark Lewandowski thanking you for joining me today. I'm really excited that you're enjoying the content. It means a lot to me. And I want to encourage you to go deeper into this content by visiting my website at marklewandowski.com. On that website, you're going to find more information like blog posts and all of the other topics we've talked about thus far. And while supplies last, I'm going to give you a copy of my book called Rattle Your Cage. It is a bestseller, 
and it's an idea stimulator. It's designed to help you kickstart your ideas, get more and more out of your day, more and more out of the way you think, and I'm excited about it. So go onto my website, go to the Connect section, fill in the information, and I'll send a book to you right away. Again, thank you for being a part of the special things we're doing. Tell your friends and your family members where you're getting this good content. And remember that sum is not a number. Soon is not a time. And damn it, luck is not a strategy. 